Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this new car special. Today, we're talking about a Neo product, actually. I think it's been, it's been quite a while since we talked about Neo, right? Well, instead of that supercar they had a while back, now they've got an electric sedan. I'm talking about Neo debuting their new ET5 electric sedan rival to the Tesla Model 3 with up to 1,000 kilometers of range. Let's get into it. Chinese premium EV maker Neo on Saturday revealed the newest addition to its range, the ET5 compact luxury sedan, even though technically it is a liftback that joins the larger ET7, setting its sights on Tesla's popular Model 3 as well as other similarly sized electric sedans like the BMW i4. The ET5 draws heavily on the ET7 with a very familiar interior and interior design in a more compact form. In fact, most would be hard-pressed to separate the two without taking out a tape measure. Nevertheless, Neo's new entry-level EV is a sleek and modern-looking car with clean lines and a drag coefficient as low as 0.24, depending on the model. Speaking of dimensions, the ET5 measures 4,790mm or 188.6 inches long, 1,960mm or 77.2 inches wide, and 1,499mm or 59.0 inches tall. While riding on a 2,888mm or 1,113.7 inch wheelbase, that means it has a slightly bigger front footprint than Tesla's Model 3 that's 184.8 inches long, 72.8 inches wide, and 56.4 inches tall with a 113.2 inch wheelbase. Neo's new electric sedan is powered by twin electric motors rated at 150 kilowatts at the front and 210 kilowatts at the rear, producing a combined 360 kilowatts or 483 horsepower and 700 newton meters or 516 pound-feet of torque. According to the carmaker, the ET5 can accelerate to 100 miles per hour or 62 miles per 100 kilometers per hour or 62 miles per hour in 4.3 seconds. That's like, if I remember correctly, that's like 2011 Dodge Challenger SRT8 392 fast. That's really fast, and actually makes very similar horsepower too. While the in-house developed four-piston fixed calipers with, uh, with aluminum casting will allow it to come to a complete stop in 33.9 meters or 111.2 feet from the same speed. From 342 to over 620 miles of range. In regards to driving range, per China's Light Duty Vehicle Test Cycle, or CLT, CLTC, the ET5 can reach over 500, 550 kilometers or 342 plus miles with the 75 kilowatt hour standard range battery, over 700 kilometers or 435 plus miles with the 100 kilowatt hour long range battery, and in excess of 1,000 kilometers or 621 plus miles with the 150 kilowatt hour ultra long range battery. Other highlights include the brand's Neo Autonomous Driving, or NAD, Neo Aquila, Aquila Super Sensing, and Neo Atom Supercomputing Systems, what are, what's with the weird names, which the Chinese company ubiquitously says will allow the ET5 to gradually achieve a safe and reassuring autonomous driving experience in scenarios such as highways, urban areas, parking, and battery swapping. The NAD's full suite of features will be gradually rolled after development validation and become available to Chinese owners via a RMB 680, about $150, or $105 monthly subscription under ADAAS, or AD as a service. The minimal but sophisticated interior of the ET5 includes a 10.2-inch HDR instrument cluster and a large tablet-style tablet screen on the center console. Yeah, very tablet-style. 
It also comes with Neo's PanoCinema, a panoramic digital cockpit featuring augmented and virtual reality tech. Neo says it collaborated with Enreal and Nolo to jointly develop the ET5's AR and VR glasses, respectively, with the former being able to project an effective screen size of 201 inches at 6 meters or 20 feet, and the latter offering a binocular 4K display effect. Other features include a 256 color curtain of ambient lighting, a Dolby Atmos 7.1.4 surround system, and a UWB digital and smart key. The new Neo ET5 will arrive in Chinese dealerships in September of 2022, priced from RMB 328000 equivalent to around $51,500 at current rates, before subsidies. When was this article? So that was last year's. So that was before all the inflation just, uh, before all the inflation hit. Before subsidies, and RMB 258000 or equivalent $40,500, with the so-called BAAS, or BAS, I guess, Battery as a Service, while Neo did not say when the ET5 will go on sale in markets outside of China, it did confirm that it has been engineering to meet the 5-star C, C NCAP, and Euro NCAP standards. During the Neo Day 2021 event, the Chinese automaker said it will begin confirming orders for its ET7 large electric luxury sedan on January 2, 2022, and start deliveries on March 28, 2022. In addition, it revealed plans to expand the availability of the ET7 beyond the initial markets of China, Germany, and Norway to the Netherlands, Sweden, and Denmark in 2022, with 22 additional countries and regions worldwide to be added by 2025. Hard stats, out of the way. What do I think of the looks? Well, okay, so for the face, we have a very current SUV-like single element, a single element DRL lighting signature, so it's just one horizontal bar, except that's split up in the middle, so it's sort of semi-unique, except it kind of isn't. It's very... It's it, it has slits for headlights, like most like most SUVs have slits for taillights now. So it does look good though. It's very attractive. Imagine a, a slightly more Chinese looking Model Three, and you've basically got the gist of it. Uh, fairly relatively tall, vertically oriented vents at the sides of the front fascia. A very Tesla like modern Tesla like, pretty much no grill, save for a small frowning grill at the bottom. So you know that Model Three that free. Model S refresh we got back in like 2017 where they got rid of that faux grill that the old, that the original Model 3 had. Pretty much that here on the ET5. If we go to the silhouette, hold on, I lost the photo. Very Model 3-esque, so a, a short, relatively short front, uh, front proportion here, so it's not long hood, short rear type. Very, very Model 3-like. If you know the, the side profile of a Model 3, it's pretty much the same except for kind of a Porsche Porsche looking taillight like side signature here and a very itty bitty ducktail spoiler at the back here it's slightly sporty but again very model 3 like extremely model 3 like if we go to the taillights here uh I think it's Porsche you know I think it's the new is it the new Panamera or is it the Taycan it's the Taycan you know the Taycan taillights again the full rear width sing uh single slit taillight Pretty much that, pretty much that here on the Neo. So very, very similar to the Porsche, actually, which is very interesting, but very attractive. I like it actually. I like the way this looks. It's a slightly more mature, slightly more mature looking Model Three. Very, very attractive, very handsome looking car. I like it. I really do. Well done, Neo. If we go to the interior, I'd say better than Tesla, though. Like all EVs, including the uh, Ionic Five we did uh, a while ago, very minimalist. Like most EVs, again, you have a very tablet-esque 
very tablet-like infotainment, central infotainment screen. It seems to wrap up to that. No, okay, no. It doesn't. Yeah. I was going to say that it kind of wraps up like the Toyota Avalon where you have the lower center console and then you have that waterfall like cascading upward effect. And then the touchscreen's there. So it's not integrated into the dash structure, but is more, more so integrated into the lower center console structure. And the center console structure rises up to meet the touchscreen. It doesn't do that, actually. It looks like it does, but it doesn't. It's actually mounted to the dash in a very aftermarket -y, tacked on kind of way kind of meh. not a massive fan if we look at the gauge cluster here i want to see if there's a better photo of the gauge cluster anywhere hold up let me go back just a okay there's a few humps at the top of the front windscreen where the lidar and i imagine the radar is not bad just it, it you know the uh you know how some subarus have that sonic the hedgehog arrangement where you have all those little aerials meant to i guess to split up the air the Neo, the Neo ET5 has a semi-similar arrangement, except it's just three, but on the front of the windshield, at the top, at the top of the windshield, kind of, kind of weird, because again, you'd normally see that, and it's, again, it's only three, so you have the big middle one, which I imagine is the LiDAR, and then two, two smaller ones that flank at the edges of, like, the A-pillar, it's not on the A-pillar, it's on the roof part, but it, it's very close to the A-pillar, I imagine that's the radar, kind of, again, kind of weird, because it, it, it looks like one of those like bug-eye Subarus where they have the, the little aerials on the back, except reduced to just three. It does, they, they integrated it well, though. It doesn't look like an afterthought. Not terribly so, anyway. Going back to the interior, though, the gauge cluster, once again, it's, it's a tablet screen. Kind of boring. You know, it, the materials and the design of the dash and how the dash wraps around to the door panels is gorgeous. I love the colors. I like the steering wheel, too. I'm not sure how I feel about the buttons on the spokes, but... You know, we'll wait and see. But the gauge cluster is really thin. It's really thin. It's much like the infotainment screen kind of tacked on. Eh, kind of boring. The interior is gorgeous, if a little bit too simplistic. Okay, the rest of the interior is gorgeous and very well designed. But the, the digital package, your infotainment and your gauge cluster, very boring. Very basic. Eh, kind of, kind of boring. Overall, visually, so the exterior, I would give a 7. Hell, 7.3, I really like the way that it looks. Great proportions, has a few hips, has relatively prominent hips, hips when you go back behind the rear passenger door, so I love that. I like, the, I like the taillights. It's single element, which is boring, but I like the execution. I like the face, a bit boring, but again, it does kind of look like it's looking at you through fairly wide eyes, admittedly, but it looks good. So 7.3, the interior, I'm going to give a 6.9. The general design is quite nice. I like the steering wheel. I like the material. From what I can see anyway, I like the materials. I like the colors. I just don't feel all that, all that positively about the infotainment and the gauge cluster screens. They're just very plain. Very tacked on, I would argue. Very Amazon tablet-y. In any case, though, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. What do you think of the new Neo ET5? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Somewhere in between, let me know in the comments below. Well, you have to get the Podbean app, but if you're listening on YouTube, then once again, comments below. In any case, I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, or yeah, like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have one with the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. 
If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.